I was in Florida for a few days, and the last day I was in Florida, so that was last week Thursday, uh, my wife, it was raining a little bit, it wasn't so nice, so we wanted to go shopping. We decided we're going shopping. There's a place called Saw, not Saw Mills, Saw something else. Sawgrass, thank you. A single person would not know that, don't worry. Um, Sawgrass, and it's a huge, crazy, huge mall, and it's in Fort Lauderdale, and it's very close to the airport. So I left my I left Miami at two o'clock, figuring Mincha was Mincha was at five in in, in Florida. It's a little bit different than over here. It's an hour later, so Mincha was at five twenty. So I called up the shul in Fort Lauderdale, and they told me Mincha was at five twenty. Fine. To make a long story short, I got so lost that at Five to five, I finally got to the mall. And I called up the shul that was in Fort Lauderdale, actually in something, not really Fort Lauderdale, it's on the Palm, Palm, North, North Palm, whatever, I don't know exactly what it was. But anyway, I called up, I said, how long does it take me to get from Sawgrass to, to your shul, to the young Israel of wherever that was? She said, 40 minutes. I said, no, that's not good. Because it's what time do you die in Minicha? She said 5:20. Because all over Florida it's 5:20. I'm like, can I make it in 25 minutes? She said it's five to five. It's rush hour. At least 40 minutes. Now I don't miss Min. I don't miss Minion. And here I'm thinking to go shopping. I'm going to miss Minion. It's not normal. I mean, how, how did I get into such a situation like this? And but Lamaisa, I left with enough time. I just got very very lost. So. My wife was sitting next to me, and she said, why don't you ask her if there's a shul that's closer to Sawgrass uh, than Saw... Whatever. No, it's called Sawgrass Malls. Um, if there's a shul closer. But there is no really big town that's closer. So I said to her, well, do you know... I'm in the mall. Do you know anything closer? She said, there's a Lubavitcher shul. I don't know if they have a minion every day in Plantation. I said, where's Plantation? I said, Plantation is... 15 minutes from the mall. I said, beautiful, 15 minutes, I get there on time. Fine, but they don't know if there's a minion there all the time. I call the, the, the shul, there's no answer. Okay, but they tell you the address. So I now drop my wife off at the mall, and I'm going to find the shul. The shul is in a strip mall near a Walgreens off some kind of street in a, in a place called Plantation, which I never heard of. I got lost going from Fort Lauderdale, going from Miami to Fort Lauderdale, I'm definitely not going to find this shul within 20 minutes in a place that I have no idea where I am. So what I did is I went one block at a time, and at the corner of every block, I asked the person in the car, how do I get to this, how do I get to this? To make a long story short, it's 5.15, it's 5.20, it's 5.25. I don't know if there is a minion, and if there is a minion, I missed it already because I'm late, and I'm so lost. And... Finally, I come to this Walgreens, and, and I remember her saying on the tape, we're in the Walgreens. I come to the Walgreens, and there's like a hundred signs of the different things in the mall, and it says Chabad. And I'm like, okay, even if I miss the minion, at least I can dive in the shul, because even if you miss the minion, you, shouldn't, you should dive in the shul. I come driving up, there's a guy standing at the, outside the door, right? He goes, we need a minion, you're the man. <laughs> I walked in, I was the 10th guy. So, wait, I'm not done. <laughs> so, I'm the 10th guy. I come into the shul. I sit down. We're exactly 10. I'm saying, I now understand, because I'm a big shot, right? So, I now understand 
why I had to get lost. Because if I wouldn't have gotten lost, I would have gone to Fort Lauderdale. These guys wouldn't have had a minion. So my whole getting lost and all the fetching and screaming and getting upset that I'm not going to make minion was only to make a minion and to help these people. Okay? Maybe yes, maybe no. Because probably if I wouldn't have been there, they would have called somebody else. They would have gotten the minion anyway. But So we have this minion. Now there's a guy in this minion, an older man, who I'm looking at, and I know this man. Okay, now I'm saying to myself, you don't know anyone in Plantation, Florida. But I know this man. But, you know, I'm not going to make a fool out of myself and go over to him. And say, so, so I finish Mincha. This man comes running over to me. Rabbi Wallstein, right? You're Rabbi Wallstein. I'm like, I'm not speaking tonight. Forget it. He <laughs> says, no. You're Rabbi Wallstein. I'm like, yeah. He goes, you know, my grandchildren were in your class. And then I put it together. I knew who he was. He's a Korean. His name is Dweck, whatever it is. He says, I want you to dominar vit. I want you to be the chazan. So I'm not, I don't need to be chazan, whatever it is. Anyway. He puts me up as chazan. He wants me to be chazan. It's a kavod to them that I should daven for them because I was because I'm rabbi. Well, whatever. I finished my roof. I'm walking out the door. By the way, it was pizza night there. They have it's a teeny little shul. They have like a whole 15 people, 20, you know. So they kids. They bring there one night a week, which is Thursday night for pizza. So the pizza came from Fort Lauderdale. I wasn't gonna. It looked like it was like a couple of months old. So <laughs> I passed on the pizza, and as I'm walking out. So a guy walks over to me and says, thank you for davening, he hands me 20 bucks. <laughs> I said, no, no, I'm not that kind of rabbi. <laughs> he said, he got a little bit insulted. I, I made a mistake. I should have taken the $20 because he got a little insulted. I said, no, no, give it to Tzedakah. I, I, you know, I don't damn for the omelet, whatever. Anyway, so he walks away and there's a guy walking me out and he says to me, so you're a rabbi, you're a rabbi, you're a teacher, you know? And I said, yeah. He says, um, and, and, and I'm sorry I don't have it because I told him to look on Torah and he, uh, Torah. Uh, um, anytime.com I wanted him to see this year because what I'm about to say and I don't have his name I, I, I lost his name but it's like sort of important so he comes up he says I want to tell you who I am I'm like who are you he says my name is so and so I said okay he says you don't recognize my name I'm like no he says I was on the Olympic soccer team five times for the Israeli soccer team I'm an Olympic soccer player you never heard my name? I'm like, uh, I'm really sorry, you know. If you're not on the Yankees or the Giants, and I don't really know the Olympic, you know, soccer team from Israel exactly. Um, but, so he says, I said, so, so he tells me his story. Um, and his story is that he was an Olympic champion. And he was, as a kid already, an Olympic champion. He was on an Israeli team. He told me which team. But they're not the best team in Eretz Israel. But he got stuck because they owned him. There's all kinds of different rules in their sports, whatever it was. And he got hurt. And he broke, his, he, broke, he broke his ankle or something. And he was never that good anymore. He's still good, but he was never that good anymore. And then his father died. And he ended up starting to say Kaddish. And it's something that, I, that, I've, that I've seen all my life is... Everyone thinks that Kaddish, that one says for his parents when they pass away, is for them. It's for you. And I cannot tell you how many, not thousands, how many hundreds of thousands of Jewish people became Balchuvis late in their life when they had no choice but to go to shul, because even irreligious people feel that they, for that year, they owe their parents to go say Kaddish. So a lot of people come to shul that, you know, they read the Kaddish even in English. And that coming to shul and meeting people and giving tzedakah and Shabbos, that, that, that's like the last chance a person has to do tshuva and come back. And I've seen it so many times that Kaddish 
brought people back to, that, that brought, wasn't really the parent that they're helping, but they helped themselves, because they have to come to shul, and their whole life changes, and there's a lot of people that tell you they never went to Minyan, so they have to say Kaddish. Once they say Kaddish, they never miss Minyan again. So this guy tells me, you know, I wasn't so good anymore, and my father passed away, and I started saying Kaddish, and I started getting religious, and I just, the whole story I'm telling you for the last line that he told me. And he said, I used to walk in to the sports arena, and I heard 50,000 people scream my name. He's a pretty famous guy. If I, I'm sure if there's any Israelis here, if I said the name, you'd say, what? You didn't know who he was? Like, you know, ah. But a very famous guy. He said, 50,000 people would scream my name. He says, do you know what I do now? He says, I'm a chazan. He has a beautiful voice. He says, I don't have 50,000 people screaming my name, but I got hundreds of people screaming, Amen. <laughs> and I said, wow. That to him today, hearing Amen, when he diamonds for the Amid, gives him the same or more appreciation and happiness than when he used to walk into a, to an arena where there were 50,000 people screaming your name. He says, now they scream Hashem's name. So I said, you know what? Now I understand. You didn't need me for a minion. I needed to hear the story. That's why I ended up in plantation. So I think you guys know how I feel about minion, but that a person who makes it his business not to miss minion, no matter what you do, because Baruch will, will give you siyat al-shmaya, not only to make a minion, to be part of a minion, but to learn something from every minion that you go to. So I feel that, you know, it's an important story that I just want to repeat. It has absolutely nothing to do with the Chabura tonight, but I promised him that I would tell over the story. When he said that to me, he says like, 50,000 people, you could see he was, he, in his eyes, that he was going back to when he, you know, used to walk into the soccer, and Olympics, hello? Olympics! You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? And they're all screaming, all the Israeli fans are screaming his name, and now, he says, Yiskadav, Yiskadash, Merabah, and everybody's screaming on me, and he's like, wow.